0: Hi, and welcome back to our broadcast. We were talking the other day as a family, and we were talking about how that the world has a mindset. They do they do realize and know that God loves them. But many things that they do is they they look at it, well, God loves me, so He loves me where I am and what I'm doing, and He knows what I'm doing. And God loves me anyway. And yes, that is true. And one thing as we were talking about how that people look at God and how his love for them is, they they allow themselves to walk into a place of destruction or they allow themselves to continue in a place of sin because they say, well, God loves me. Yes, God does love us, but God will love us all the way to hell. God will love us no matter what decision we make, whether we choose to accept him or whether we choose to reject him. The question isn't, does God love me? But the question is, Do we love God? How much do we love Him? Because when you love someone, you're willing to change. When you love someone, you make decisions to give up things that you would want to do, things that you would be able to do without them. But because you love them, if it hurts them, you choose not to do certain things. And in John, uh, Jesus tells the disciples, if you love me, then you will keep my commandments. He didn't say, I love you, so go ahead and do whatever you want to do. Live how you want to live. Do whatever because I'll still love you. Yes, he does still love us. He will always love us. But there is a part that we play and that is, do we love God? Jesus said, the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, and your mind. And the second one is is like this, to love your neighbor as yourself. So love requires something of us. Love requires us to give something of ourselves. God so loved the world that he gave. He loved us so much that he gave the very best that he had. And in return, if we say that, yes, God loves us so I can live however I want and do whatever I want because God will still love me. Yes, He will still love us, but there is a path and there are consequences to choices that we make and how we live. And so God loves us so much that He doesn't want us to go down a wrong path. God chose to send His only begotten Son to deliver us and to set us free, to bring us out of a place of darkness, to bring us into a place of victory, to take us to a place that we can love Him And we don't have to follow a path that will lead us to destruction. We don't have to follow a path that will destroy our lives. But we can walk in a place of victory. And the way we do that is by honoring God for who he is, honoring him in what his commandments say. God's commandments are not too much. They're not too hard. They're not too difficult. It's all about being righteous and doing and living righteously. If you treat somebody else the way that you would want to be treated, you will have fulfilled the commandment because you won't do something against somebody else. If you you look at them the way you look at yourself, you're not going to hurt yourself or steal or rob from yourself or take from yourself or destroy your own property. You're going to take care of your things and you're going to cherish them and you're going to hold on to them and you're going to protect them and that's the way we're supposed to treat other people so love does require something of us but if we if we live and walk out in the way of love we are going to fulfill the commandment there is no law or nothing wrong or nothing against the law of love and Jesus says this in John and I'm going to read in um uh, in the in the book of John here soon as I can get my, what happened to my, where'd it go? So Jesus says in the book of John, and this is where he is talking to the disciples. And in first, let me read the, the first part of this, John chapter 14. Jesus is just telling the, dis- the disciples and all those that are following him that I am the way, the truth, and the life. He says, don't let your hearts be troubled, but trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my father's home. And if this were not so, I would have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you. And when, when everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. Now, we looked at these scriptures when we were talking about the promise of the Holy Spirit. And this is uh, where Jesus is going on to describe it. And you know the way to where I'm going. But the disciple says, no, Lord, we don't know. Thomas said, we have no idea where you're going. So how can we know the way? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. If you had really known me, you would have known who my Father is. From now on, you do know him, and you have seen him. Then Philip said, Lord, show us the Father, and we will be satisfied. Jesus replied, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and yet you still don't know who I am? Anyone who has seen me has seen the father. So why are you asking me to show him to you? Don't you believe that I'm in the father and the father is in me? The words that I speak are not my own, but my father who lives in me does his work through me. Just believe that I'm in the father and the father is in me, or at least believe because of the work that you've seen me do. I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works that I have done and even greater works because I'm going to be with the Father. You can ask for anything in my name and I will do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. You ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. And then he goes on as he's talking about the promise of the Holy Spirit. If you love me, obey my commandments. The disciples were... The whole time the disciples are with Christ, they're trying to figure out who he really is, what he's all about. Is this really, are the words that he's speaking, are they true? And they see it over and over with the promises that he, that he made and the healings and the deliverances that everything Jesus said came to pass. Jesus didn't speak anything that did, was not true or did not come to pass. He wasn't a jokester. He didn't throw his words out there. If he said it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And when he's telling the disciples, if you love me, you want to know how love works? You want to know how the kingdom works? You want to know how to be part of the kingdom? If you love me, if you say you love me, do and obey what I've said. If they said, yes, Lord, I love you, and then walked away and everything that he commanded them to do, they just did the opposite and said, well, he loves me. He'll forgive me. He knows that I'm, you know, not perfect. He knows that I'm not able to do everything. No, he asked them to follow his instructions. Do what I've asked you to do. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. Be a voice in the wilderness. Be a voice in the city. Be a voice everywhere you go. The gospel must be preached to all nations. The good news of why I came has to be proclaimed. Jesus was telling them, I'm only here for a short time and I'm going to be leaving. But I need you to carry on this gospel. I need you to keep going with this. And if you love me, you will what? You'll obey me. You'll keep my commandment. You know, most people don't question, does God love me? That's everybody believes that God loves them. Unless they're in a place where they're in direct disobedience, then they question and then they wonder, oh, does he really love me? And then they... They come back to that common ground. Yes, God still loves me. He knows I'm human. He knows I'm imperfect. He knows I make mistakes. He knows I fail, but yet he still loves me. God loves me. Yes, absolutely. God does love us, but God expects and requires something of us in return. Do you love God? That's the question that you need to ask yourself. Do you really love God? If you do, then obey what his word says. He's not saying that... You can't never fail. You can't never mess up. You can't never, uh, you know, be human. You can't, you can't never make a mistake. If you do, then you don't know. It's not about making mistakes or or failing. It's about, do you continue in what he said? Do you look at the, the word of God and just put it aside and say, well, that's a little bit too difficult for me or, well, that doesn't, it doesn't really fit with the way I feel. So I'm not going to obey that. What God's word is, it's life and it's health and it's everything that we need to sustain our spirit man. And if we look at it as if that we can only take parts of it and put the rest aside, we're not really loving God. We're choosing to obey what we're willing to obey. But that doesn't make him Lord of our life. If he's really Lord of our life, then it's Lord, whatever you want for me. Whatever you ask of me or whatever you require of me, that is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to do it only because it feels good, only because it feels easy, only because it's something simple. But Lord, if it's difficult, if it's hard, if it requires me giving up my resources and my finances, if it requires me giving up peace for a while, if it requires me to give up a little bit in this life, something that I don't want to give up. I don't want to give up my free time. I don't want to give up my alone time. I don't want to give up my tea time or my coffee time or, you know, I want to do my own thing. I want to do it what makes me feel good. Well, if you only live for what makes you feel good, then you're not following and obeying the commandments of the Lord because he requires us to give up our own life for the gospel, our own privileges and desires so that someone else can come into the kingdom. He's not asking you to give up everything and live into live in a, a hole in the ground and, and and live naked and without food and have nothing, your needs not taken care of. He promised anything that you give up in this life, he will reward you a hundred times. If you give up anything for God, God will always cause to come back to you greater than you've ever given up. You cannot outgive God. But what we look at in this life is we look at what what is easiest on us what's the easiest path you know lightning takes the least path of resistance what does that mean that means when lightning strikes it takes the least path of resistance to get to ground so it's going to travel to the clo- the fastest way that it can it can travel without any resistance to it you know and we live that way we live the the whatever is the least resistant, that's the path to take. If we run into pressure, if we run into things that are that are hard or difficult, we want to take a different route. We want to take a different path. Well, man, this is hard. This is difficult. Loving other people that are unlovable is not easy. Loving people that have a personality that rubs you the wrong way is not easy. Loving people that have their mouth is just full of Of negative words and and it's full of destruction. It's not easy to love those people. But you know, we were at one time, we were those people. If we haven't changed, maybe we're those people right now. But God still loves us through that. But he wants us to change and come out of that place. God loves us so much that he provided a way for us to come out of any and every situation. But he will not force us and he will not make us choose his path. But his path is definitely not the path of least resistance. Because when you choose to love someone, when you choose to go down a path of life, you are going to face opposition. You're going to face resistance. You're going against the flow or against the current. And yes, you get tired. You're constantly swimming. You're constantly paddling. If you're going against the current to get somewhere, you're constantly fighting. And when you quit, when you give up, your your fight or when you give up the, the battle, then you start going backwards. It starts pulling you back to the place you were. So you have to constantly be putting forth an effort. But thank God that when you do that, you're not the only one in the boat that's pushing and rowing because you've got someone right alongside with you that says, if you keep going, I will not fail you. If you keep going, I'm not going to quit and I'm not going to back up. And that's where we have to look at the word of God and say, Lord, if your word tells me to love, then I'm going to love. If your word tells me to forgive, I'm going to forgive. Even if it's difficult, if it's hard, your word tells me to to share my life with other people, to share the word of God. It tells me to, to respect my elders and my parents and honor honor the authorities. I'm going to do what your word says, even when it's difficult. But above all of this other things, I'm going to obey you first. I will obey you above anything else. But Lord, I'm going to choose your words over mine. I'm not going to change the word of God to fit my needs. I'm going to change me to fit what the word of God says. And if we lay down our life, if we give when we have, when we should be, we think we should be receiving, if we give of ourselves, if we give, of our finances, our resources, our time, and our efforts, if we give to someone when they don't deserve it, don't you know that God is going to work on our behalf? If we're doing and living and loving the way that Christ loved us, then we're going to be laying down our own desires, laying down our own life, giving up some freedoms that we could have or we could live out. We could live a a free life and we could go just do our own thing, do whatever we want, live in the hills, live in the mountains, live out somewhere and not have to deal with people. If you deal with people, you're going to deal with frustration. You're going to deal with negative things. You're going to deal with heartache. You're going to deal with abuse. You're going to deal with offense. You're going to deal with all of these things that are ugly and that no one wants to be touched with. People people just permeate Negative things most of the time because most of the time people are self-centered and selfish. And that's always ugly. Selfishness and self-centeredness is always not pretty to look at. It's not the the best look. So when you see someone that is in kindness, when they're showing love, when they're giving to their self, when they prefer somebody else above their self, that's what makes you want to come up higher and want you to, to, to be like somebody else. Most people don't look at someone who is selfish and uh, in stealing or robbing or, or self-centered and it's all about them. And they go, wow, I just really want to be like that person. No, you don't admire that. But yet a lot of times that's how we live and how we act. And God wants us to choose the higher path to love like he loved. And if we love like he loved, we're going to obey him. We're going to obey the word and we're going to live a life full of compassion Full of love, full of hope, and full of peace. And then, whatever we face, whatever situation we face, whether we're whoever we're dealing with that is a, an offense to us, whoever we're dealing with that just rubs us the wrong way, God will cause something to happen in that situation, and it might just become your very best friend. You would never know that person that you're dealing with that is the you just keep wanting to run run away from. God is saying, when I change them, they're going to be the person that you want to spend the most time with. You want to be around them the most and be your absolute best friend. God is able to turn things in a a way that nobody else could ever turn them. If we will put our faith and trust in him, follow what his word says and obey his commandments. Do you love God? If you do. Then obey what he said to do. If you love him, keep his commandments, keep his keep his words, keep his instructions. Look at what he said. Follow after him, and your life will be filled with peace and joy. Even in the midst of the worst situations, in the worst uh, times of your life, where it looks like there's you can. The apostle Paul faced every situation that there was. And in the middle of it, he knew that God was with him and there was victory on the other side. And you can also look like that. If you trust God and you know that if you follow after him, you stick with God, anyone that puts their trust in him will not be put to shame. He will not fail you. He will not let you down. So trust in the Lord. Keep his commandments. Follow after him. Be obedient to what he says. Live a life of love, joy, and peace and all of the fruits of the Spirit, let them come out of your life following what the word of the Lord says, obeying his commandments. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we worship you today. And Father, we thank you for moving and working in people's lives. Father, we thank you, Lord God, where are people are struggling, Lord, with, with people in their life or dealing with situations, Lord, that is bigger than them. Father, I thank you that if they put their trust in you, you will not fail them. You will not let them down. Lord, I pray for strength for people that need your help today. Lord, strength for people that are facing a situation that they have are are hopeless in how to fix it. But God, you are the the answer. You are the source. You are their hope. And Father, I thank you today for letting hope spring up on the inside of them to trust you, to continue in what you've called them to do, to continue, Lord God, in the plan that you have for their life and that they won't turn away from you because of what man has done. But, Lord, they will look to you. They will love you and follow you with all of their heart. And, Lord, we thank you in the name that's above every name, the precious name of Jesus. Amen.